Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. God fucking damn it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Adam Pecora here. Welcome to the Big 75. That's right. We have come a long way. 75 magnificent episodes of Requiem for a Tuesday. Thanks for joining. My mic's all fucked up. Everything's all fucked up. What a big disaster here. Uh, recording this a day late. Recording on Tuesday. Had to take a sick day yesterday. Even in real life. Was not feeling well, to say the least. Still not feeling great, but I'm playing hurt. You know? Like I do. I do what I can for the people. I, you know, I survive to entertain. So, here with a little stomach pain, might have to take a couple diarrhea breaks, might throw up into the microphone, who knows. Could get wild, could get dirty, maybe a little messy, it's already a fucking mess in here, everything's a disaster. (laughs) Let me do the plugs and I'll get into how and why and why I'm just a ball of rage. Multiplex, the album, Google, G-O-O-G-O-L, the number, is the title. Not all of that, just Google. And it is coming very, very soon. Uh, I put the first single, titled The Flintstones, at the end of the last episode. The second single, called Turtle Race, will be at the end of this episode as well. Uh, They're all available on Bandcamp. The album will be out everywhere October 8th. So if you're listening October 8th or later, then it's everywhere. You don't got to go to Bandcamp. But until then, for whatever reason, because, you know, these apps just don't give a fuck about the little guy. No pre-save, nothing available. It's kind of bullshit. But October 8th will be everywhere. Very excited. Um, Yeah, I mean... Less than two weeks. It's great. It's chaotic. It's a lot of fun. A lot of moving parts in there. Uh, It's a long time work in progress. So please check out the record. Again, new single will be at the end of this episode. We'll have a single at the end of the next episode. I'll probably put one at the end of the episode after too, just to celebrate the album being out. Um, If you're in Chicago, we got some shows coming up too. Which um, I'll get to in a second. Part of the reason why I'm furious. Uh, review, subscribe to this show on any and all platforms you can, you like, whatever you want to do. That would be great. Uh, we have a YouTube channel as well. A couple extra goodies on there. Uh, you can see the only video episode that I've done. As well as a music video for my last solo EP. So lots of stuff out there everything's linked in the description below multiplex stuff my solo stuff any and all podcast related things are there check out the merch rfat.bigcartel.com um and my instagram if you're interested is adam.rfat f-r-a-t you already know the letters i think that's it it's always the same stuff so somehow i manage to still forget it sometimes which is uh you know, you could argue it's impressive. 
I didn't say it, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Any and all compliments. Why not? So the reason why your boys live it over here, right? I get home from a hard day's labor. Wasn't that hard, but I'm smelly right now. Still recovering from some stomach gurgles. It hasn't been great. Hasn't been an easy day. Yesterday, I mean, I was in bed like, fuck, if I'm not going to work, maybe I should get this fucking episode done. Couldn't do it. Was that just destroyed internally? I had no energy. I wasn't in the right space. There was no, I would have came on here and just been like, mm, you know, you can't have that. Got to have full-blown manic, crazy energy, okay? So first things first, I get home, I'm like, oh shit. So I just mentioned we got shows coming up. I was like, all right, got to add the shows to the Linktree page for the band. You know what I mean? When you're already, when nobody's listening to your music as it is, you got to make everything as accessible as possible because even then people aren't clicking on it, so it doesn't really matter. I guess it, what I'm saying is it doesn't really matter anyway. But it matters because I'm just trying to, just real quick, I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to update the link tree on my computer right before I record. And then I was like, what am I talking about? It's really easy to just do it on your phone. They have a solid mobile site. I would say shout out to Linktree, but they're the problem in, at the end of the story. I go in there, I type in what I'm pretty sure is the password because I have like five link trees because I had to link them all together. I don't know if there's another way to do that that's more efficient, so I just made them all individually. Whatever, right? So I try to sign in to the multiplex one. It says wrong password. I'm like, okay, very possible that I forgot what the password is of this one, even though I'm pretty sure they all, they're all the same. I'll, I'll just reset it. No harm, no foul. I, I want to deal with this for as little as possible. It was literally what I was thinking. Like, how do I make this as quick as possible? I'm not going to sit here guessing passwords, get locked out maybe, blah, 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 all that bullshit. So I reset the password. Now, it, it, it was a weird reset, a reset that I would typically be on board with, where you don't have to type it twice. It just lets you do it. And it's like, okay, kind of kind of bold. But I also respect it. Don't make me type that shit twice. I know what it is. So I reset it. it. says password reset. Sign in with that password that I just reset it to. And it's like login failed. So I'm like, all right. Maybe it takes a second. Let me close the screen. I'll open up a new one. I'll refresh whatever. You know what I mean? I'll just I'll try all the little things you might be able to want to try. Second attempt, no good. Third attempt, no good. It's like, okay. Maybe I somehow did type it in wrong. I was like, shout out to them for, you know, the single entry reset. And then maybe it, it proved why we need a double entry reset right away. Because I, I butchered it. Maybe that happened. I was It had me doubting myself. You see? You see how bad of a problem this is? When you have me being like, oh, I must have fucked up. No, no, no. I didn't fuck up. 
because I reset this motherfucker again, and I did it meticulously. I went one goddamn key at a time, like your aunt texting. I typed that password in slow and smooth, real nice, crisp, clean, 100% nailed it. Confirmed. Go to type in the password again. It says, fuck you, buddy. So now I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? This, Because like, I was trying to do like 10 seconds worth of work. I was just trying to add a quick link in there. Boom. There's the tickets. We're done. This is it. You know, legitimately should have been like a two minute thing, max. So then I go to the... Then it's like, problems logging in? Contact us here. A little link pops up. I click that link. Add automated bot chat. So, of course, I type in reset password not working. And it's like, here's how to reset your password. It's like, fuck you, dude. Like, that, ah, I talked about this with the Adidas thing. It's all these chat. Even when it's people, they just assume they're a fucking idiot. Uh, And it's like, I've been on the internet for 20 years, you know, at least, at least, about as long as you could possibly be on the internet. And since childhood, I was raised on the internet, okay? If you think I don't know how to reset a password on any website, like, go fuck yourself. It's just rude. It's rude, you know? And I don't use that a lot. I don't get personally offended a lot, you know, because what are you going to say to me? (laughs) You know, I'm poor. Great. Just watch, basically watch the last (laughs) B-Rabbit battle in 8 Mile and all the things he says to counter it. Just try to say any of those things to me and see if I care. Like that's that that was basically the point. I mean I was like, "Hey bro, I'm still white." Was that the end of 8 Mile? Was that the point? It wasn't. I'm kidding. But you could probably flip that on some libs. Be like, "Yo, Eminem was just saying I'm white so I'm good." The whole movie he actually hates black people. And somebody'd be like, "Oh shit, that makes sense." And then that's it. And then they would claim that they did their own research. Anyway. (laughs) It's fun. So anyway, this chat, it's like, okay, ask for a person. I'm like, all right, I'll ask for a person. Now, Linktree's got to be global at this point. You see them everywhere. I bet they have four guys in the entire company that are on these chats. Because it's like... You can request a person, but you'll just wait. And the thing that they tell you is like, we'll, we'll message you back when we can. That's literally what it says. There's no ETA. There's no anything. You're just supposed to message a bot, get me a guy, and then sit and wait like a dumb fuck. Because also, here's the thing. What are they going to tell me? They're just going to be like, wait, try it again. You know, what are the odds that they're actually going to go in there? And be like, all right, well, we fixed it. I'll be like, I'll give you my login and password. You try to sign in. <laughs> you know what I mean? They won't be able to. And then they probably won't fix it. I don't know. The point is, I'm just like livid because it's like, dude, logging in is such a basic thing and resetting a password is so common that 
it's the same type of thing that I've always talked about that's so frustrating with like Bluetooth where it's like if it doesn't work, my, my instinct is to just smash it on the ground in anger because it's like the two devices are next to each other. Why can't they pair? It Nothing makes any sense. You know? It's just like a giant hypocrisy. So it's like reset password. Here's your new password. Password confirmed. Then you type in the password and it's like wrong password. And it's like, fuck you, buddy. I know it's not the wrong password. The second time I literally was just like, yes, save the iPhone keychain. So I can, it cannot be wrong the next time. I, no matter how many times, then I'll try to type my, and it's just, now what? It's just, fuck you. Like that, that's it. You're just left with nothing. And, uh, that, you know, th- that's how I start. That's how I start when I get home. And then <laughs> fuck makes me so mad. And then <laughs> I made the mistake, silly me of turning on my computer before the display. Guess what? My brand new Mac that constantly gives me problems like this. I, I, I spaced. Sorry, computer. I forgot. You have to have the display on first or it just doesn't show up. Brand new computer. Great. What a feature. You have to hard reset the computer or the display doesn't show up unless it, it's on first. It makes no sense. Okay, and then you try to go to the Mac troubleshooting motherfuckers with this, and what do they tell you? Is it up to date? Yeah, it's up to date, and even if it wasn't, why does this happen? Like, this shouldn't be a thing. You shouldn't launch a computer with a display problem or the Bluetooth problem that still lingers, because as soon as I went to go push record on my keyboard on this, it said keyboard disconnected right before, like literally right before. And it's like... What am I doing? What, like, what kind of weird negative karma is this where I only get very minor, but all the things that just stab me right in the fucking heart? I just get these massive, well, they're not massive, that's what I'm saying, but I get these tiny little nitpicky things every single day, and it everything that crawls under my skin happens to me. Isn't that weird, though? Like, if your thing was like, I fucking hate it when people touch my hair. Like, <laughs> like imagine if you're, um, fuck, what's his name? What's his name? Carlos Beltran, I want to say. I believe Carlos Beltran is the baseball player who despises having his head touched, so they all touch his head, which is hilarious every time. But imagine if you're Carlos Beltran... Or you have the same affliction, whatever weird thing he has that causes him to be like that. And you just like work at Jewel or something. And people just don't stop touching your head. I don't know. That's not. A, this is not a good analogy. <laughs> I fully lay down and say I kind of blew that one. But that's all right. I'm angry can't think straight look and uh, all of these negative feelings have further hurt my stomach god damn it the cosmos are against me today ladies and gentlemen (sighs) 
But I mean, come on. Apple. What the fuck? The thing is, I want them to just be like, I want them to just say, yeah, these are flawed computers. Like somebody in the chat, just send that to me. Just be like, sorry, dude, it happens to everybody. I would love to hear that, honestly. Because then there's all these things like, oh, you can fix it if you go into like the terminal and like edit the shit. And it's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Then if I fuck something up, they're like, well, why'd you do that? And it's like, well, because your shit doesn't work. It's like too bad. You know, I just want a free one. Basically, I want them to be like, here's one that'll work. And that's not going to happen. So. It's just like. What am I supposed to do? And then. (laughs) It never, never, never stops getting better. I go to take a wide angle photo the other day and it's like blurry as hell. I'm like, oh, let me wipe whatever smudge I have on the lens off. I turn it over. The entire lens is shattered. It looks like somebody took a mini mallet and just like cracked it in. (laughs) Like just hit it right on the thing. It's like if you break, you know, just like one square on on a window, like on a door, like in the movies. When you just crack the little one just so you can reach in and get the thing, get the knob. That's how it is. It's like somebody took the tiniest little mallet and just cracked the one piece of glass. Whole rest of the phone is fine. Well, that's not true. There's a small scratch on the front, but I don't care about that as much. And now I'm just like, what the fuck? Because I feel like I bought this phone about one year ago. So I think that my... Apple Care will be up and they're going to say, "Well, fuck you. You just have a shitty phone now." <sighs> so I need to go I need to go in there calm. I need to make sure I'm calm because I'm going to have to wait way too long. That's going to drive the rage right up. And I'm going to want to scream. I already know it. I already want I've already, I've been doing it here. This podcast is saving my life and quite possibly someone else's (laughs) because fuck, man, I just already know. It's like, why, why am I even going to go? I'm going to go all the way to the Apple store and they're just going to say bend over loser. (laughs) We'll just shove that. We'll shove this broken glass from your lens right into your butthole and you can get the fuck out of here. I'll be like, all right, sir. Have a great day. <sighs> just all it just all lines up. And he now here I am, stomach aching. I smell horrific. <laughs> I've been smelling myself all day, like Jesus, dude. How did you how did you let this happen? I'm sick. I don't know what to say. But I, anyway, so I, I further chose not to shower because I'm like, well, I'm going to be sitting in this room screaming up a storm. It's going to get hot in here. And it is. But uh, it's just it's just making the recording a little more rough because I am wafting over here. <sighs> OK. All right. I got it all out of my system now. Kind of. I feel better. <laughs> You know, it's good to just just let it all out. It's good to scream at your friends and family. Let them, let them know you fucking hate them and that they're annoying. They like that. 
It's called honesty. People love honesty. It's what they always tell me. Until you tell them the truth, I guess. <clears throat> the other night I had a, well, shocker. I ordered a pizza, which I think, uh, oh, God, excuse me. It's probably the stem of all this stomach pain. Maybe it's that I had some yogurt for dessert. I don't know. I went a little hard all weekend. It could have. It could be anything, to be honest. It's it's all. It's got to be entirely my fault. I would guess. But I get this pizza. I get it through slice. Which you know, it that doesn't really matter, I guess. But I get a call from the most Chicago guy of all time. He's like, hey, uh, I'm getting the pizza for you. I can't even do it, to be honest. Like, I can't do the Chicago accent. I just, like, I don't know. Just Think of the the Da Bears sketch. It was spot on. And he's just like... Yeah, you come down uh, this street, right? And then it's telling me to do this. Do I got to do this? And I'm just like, holy sh... I, th- I think that the guy's doing a character. So I'm like... In my head, I'm like trying to be careful how much I respond. Because I feel like he's setting me up to say some dumb shit. And then just be like, ah, I just got you, guy. You know? And I'd be like, oh, all right, that's fine. Uh, but I didn't want to just fully be like, dude, are you serious? like are you really talking like that so anyway basically he asked how to get to my apartment which to begin with was annoying just because it's like i literally bought it through an app which means you're picking it up through an app which means you've got gps okay and so like to call me and ask Hey, the GPS says to do this. Should I do it? It's like, dude, do whatever you want. <laughs> but for clarity, whenever somebody north of where I live tries to come here or even east, I guess, it just depends on where you're coming from, but it will try to have people go like one street out of the way and then you have to like take a left. That's hard. Whereas, like, you could go one street earlier and then take an easier tur- take easier turns. So, it doesn't make sense. It, it kind of is fair that he called. But I was so caught off guard by his voice. And he's like, it's all paid for, right? And I'm like, yes. And if it wasn't, would I say, no, I owe you money? Like, think about that a little bit. So then the guy calls me and he's like, oh, where are you at on the street? And it's like, I mean, it's fair if you can't see the numbers, but how about you check before you turn? Because then I watched this guy drive down the entire block. So he just put in no effort, which either way, I guess it's nice that he's trying to not make me wait somehow. I don't know. I don't know. The guy was ultimately nice. He was just old as fuck and very Chicago. And I wasn't expecting him to be delivering me a pizza. I expected him to be owning a pizza restaurant. 
<laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Maybe the owner was like, oh, we're a little busy. I'll just take this one, guys. And he's like, I don't want to do this again. Then he shows up and he's like, it's all paid for, right? And I'm like, yes, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> if it still wasn't paid for, I still wouldn't tell you. So, I don't know. Just thought I would share that. Maybe that wasn't that interesting of a story. I'll admit it. <laughs> Ugh. That's just like the one other thing that happened all weekend where it's like, what's going on? It was just very surreal. Gotta love surreal moments. <sighs> and for uh, basically what I'm trying to do right now, if you can't tell, is I'm trying to kill a little time before we get to Sports Corner. Because also, if you're not aware, once football season starts, every week is there's a Sports Corner. There, there technically should be every week anyway, but I really only care about football and with that much passion that I'm like, I gotta talk about this. You know? It's also because I don't really have anyone to talk to about it. So I bother all of you people. <laughs> uh, you also, like, if we're talking about a tragic weekend, I mean, you can definitely include football. Maybe that's why my stomach hurts so bad. The fucking bears. We'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. Uh, the other big, big, big news that I want to talk about is the trailer and poster and whatever overall announcement for Licorice Pizza, the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. First in what, four years, I think? I want to say Phantom Thread was 2017. Which I didn't even see in theaters because nobody wanted to go and I just kind of lagged and it was, uh, I don't know why. It's my fault, really. So this will be my first PTA in theater experience. At least live. Although I don't think I've been to any screenings either, frankly. Uh, the, it looks great. Not that he would ever cut it. I mean... <laughs> Not that his movies would really ever be bad, but I mean, I was going to say not that he would cut a trailer that wasn't great, but uh, I don't know. This thing looks like it's going to be a blast. So if you haven't seen the trailer, it's pretty lengthy, I would say, for a trailer that that simultaneously kind of tells you nothing I mean it reveals that so the movie stars Jesus I'm all over the place right now the movie stars Cooper Hoffman I believe his name is sorry if that's incorrect the son of Philip C the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman frequent collaborator with PTA as soon as that was announced I was like this is going to be incredible Right away. But it was announced that it was him and Bradley Cooper. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. PTA and Bradley Cooper is an interesting combo in general, I think. I don't know. I, maybe Bradley Cooper is just too traditionally 
phenomenal looking for me to take him that seriously as an actor in any regard. I don't know. Because I like Bradley Cooper, but he's just gorgeous. You know? It's like, what, this guy's supposed to be a anything? Like, anything other than a model or movie star? Like, it's just... I don't know. I don't. He's a lawyer. Yeah, this guy's a lawyer. Okay. He's single. Okay. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's just like we're supposed to believe this. This guy could be killing kids. He'd be getting pussy. I don't know. <laughs> um. The cast is nuts, though, across the board. Like all the people listed. Well, let me go through it, just to prove a point here. Let's pull this bad boy up. Licorice, there we go. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. Maybe it's not as, like, star-studded, but it's just a wild cast. Okay. So, alongside Cooper Hoffman, I still didn't even get to this point, is Alana Haim from Haim, the band. I know everybody says it different. Maybe they've announced how to say it. I don't really care. I don't listen to them. They, they're, you know, they seem good. Seem boring a little bit, honestly. My guess is they make pretty basic indie rock and people like it because they're girls, which is fine. And I'm sure they're very talented. A lot of acclaim and all that. Anyway, not the point. Don't listen to them. Um, at first I was like, is she the girl the becca from super bad i was like is she finally in another movie <laughs> no the answer is no so it's a lot of hame i don't know how old this chick is i've kind of tried to find out but not really i ass- i mean they've been a band for like 15 years right so she's got to be in like her 30s you know I think it's hard, but my point is, is that they play high school kids. So that part's just interesting that he went with her. I mean, she could pass as a 70s high school chick. I only know 70s high school chicks based on movies anyway. So I assumed everybody was fucking 40. <laughs> um, but I mean, my dad had full facial hair in high school. He looked like an adult man for sure. That trope rings true. So, wow, I just can't stay on a point, can I? <laughs> anyway, so Alana Haim, Cooper Hoffman. Now we have undisclosed roles for most of these people, or they're people that I don't know. Like Bradley Cooper says, plays John Peters, who's like a known producer. My guess is that he's known as a producer personally with pta because pta's dad was like uh he was a voice guy i forgot if it was like cbs or fox or whatever um so maybe that's my like he happens to know who this guy is i don't know anyway sean penn tom waits who how old is he 85 at this point 71 okay he doesn't look great (laughs) i remember he was in that one movie, what, Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus or something? That shit came out like 12 years ago. It was Heath Ledger's last performance. 
Oh, he's not even credited on here. Where, where, hold on. What year did that come out? Now I need to find it. Oh, nine. So, yes, 12 years ago. He looked old as fuck then, is my point. <laughs> Benny Safdie of the Safdie Brothers. I mean, come on. He wasn't a terrible actor in Good Time, I guess. Maya Rudolph, his wife? You know, they clearly don't get a lot of opportunities to collab together. I don't I don't know if there was a spot in Phantom Thread for Maya Rudolph to come in and crack a couple jokes, but I'm gl- I'm glad she's going to have a role in this. Um honestly, does anybody dislike Maya Rudolph like on earth? Because I don't think so. I think everybody likes Maya Rudolph. Myself included. So that's going to be fun. Um, And then I don't know who these other people are listed. And then at the end, Ben Stiller. So Ben Stiller is going to pop up in this fucking PTA movie. Anyway, the vibes that I'm getting from this is that this is going to be comedic. I don't know if it will be a comedy, but it will be comedic. So, you know, more Boogie Nights style would be, I mean, that's obviously the best comp you could have for any funny drama. It's one of the best movies ever made. Um, But I don't think it's going to be a quote-unquote comedy like Inherent Vice, which I think is his worst movie. But you could probably blame the source material for that. I don't know what this is going to be. So Cooper Hoffman plays a high school kid who is dating this Hame chick or starting to. He seems not good with girls at all. You know, that's going to be it's going to be a coming of age thing. And he's also like a child actor. So that's an interesting dynamic. Um, they don't really show how either of those things cross, so it's going to be like a relationship movie, but then it's going to kind of be a showbiz movie, because like Bradley Cooper plays a showbiz guy. I think Tom Waits, it said, plays like a director. So there's it's going to be both like his Hollywood behind the scenes. It's going to be like his Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is what I gather, but way more personal, because he was on sets as a kid in San Fernando Valley. Like, it's... It's why he's been setting movies there. It's what he lived. It's what he knows. So I don't know. And it just fits my whole theory with him and Tarantino being on like the exact same path as each other. Not hopefully PTA is not about to stop. Hopefully he keeps going for a long, long time. But I'm very excited for this movie. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I think it's going to be long. His movies tend to be pretty long. Uh, I'm excited for Johnny Greenwood to do what I assume will be, as he usually does, a period-accurate score uh, with with what will probably just be 70s rock, so like a Radiohead rock record for the first time since fucking Pablo Honey. Straight up, anyway. Also not Radiohead, I understand, but... I am thrilled. The trailer had Bowie in it, so I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some killer cues throughout. There's going to be like his dazed and confused also. I don't really know what what it's going to be like at all. The trailer just makes it seem like it's going to be fun. So I, I'm thrilled beyond belief.
please watch that trailer. Let's go see that movie. Let's make it some money. Um, I hope Cooper Hoffman can act. I don't think that he would make a whole movie with him if he didn't think he could do the job. Uh, and I mean, Paul Thomas Anderson has got to be the most, oh, it's hard. I was going to say the most talented and then I was going to go on a thing and say like, but I can't say favorite because I have a list. Fincher is right there with most talented in terms of purely directing. I I think those are probably one and two for me. But uh, PTA is is one of my many favorite directors. Top five, easy, could be number one, you know. We'll see how good this fucking movie is. That could easily change a lot of it as well. But I'm thrilled. And it's coming out, like, soon. I like that this is kind of a new thing with movies. Where it's like, even if you know about the production and stuff in advance... They're not like giving you, they're not like, oh, Spider-Man 6 comes out in 2028. And it's like, okay, man, let me mark my fucking calendar. Like, what are you talking about? So I, I like the element of like coming out in two months. It's like, oh shit, two months. The trailer just came out. This is awesome. I love that. That's like the closest we'll get probably. I mean, I'm sure at some point somebody's going to get the clout and cachet to do a surprise drop movie like people do with albums. But until then, like this, this is still a happy medium of that. Like, oh, here's the trailer. Movie's coming out soon, bitch. And it's like, ah, double excitement. What? You know, because the Halloween trailer came out so long ago. I keep feeling like, oh, it comes out in like a week or two, right? And it's like, no, eventually, you know, next week it'll come out in two weeks. But I was like, oh, it must be coming out soon. It's like, no, just keep seeing that trailer. Just keep seeing that trailer. Again, I'm going to talk Halloween pretty soon. Um, I still have a bunch of the movies to watch. I'm kind of doing that on purpose so I don't end up doing the episode out of like, oh, well, I already have a bunch to talk about, so let's just do the episode now. I'm intentionally trying to avoid it so I can watch the new one. Um, And then also, one other upcoming movie I wanted to talk about is that... uh, Shit, now I already forgot what it's called. But the new Adam McKay movie, let me pull this up. Uh, Don't Look Up, that's what it is. So, I stumbled upon this movie like two weeks ago, like on Wikipedia. There was very little info on it. There still kind of isn't really. And then it said it was coming out in the end of 2021, and it's like, oh shit. But just based on the cast alone, I was like, this is crazy, okay? Written and directed by Adam McKay, who, I mean, the fact that this guy is gone from Anchorman, like, the way comedy people have risen to just so much heights in the film industry is amazing. And I fully applaud it, and it's like, how about we just let talented people make stuff versus, like, fitting them into boxes all the time? But, I mean, imagine, like, oh, the guy from Anchorman's going to direct a Leo, like a Leonardo DiCaprio movie pretty soon. Not pretty soon. I guess that was, like, almost 20 years ago at this point. But still, you'd be like, no fucking way would Leo ever work with this guy. And then he's make, he's just winning Oscars. This guy's winning Oscars. 
You know, Jordan Peele's winning Oscars, making horror movies. It's like, what's going on? And fucking Danny McBride's making that new Halloween. It just never stops. I love it. I love it. Okay? But listen to the... So the premise of this movie is two low-level astronomers must go on a media tour to warn mankind about an, about a comet that is approaching Earth. Now, they released a little teaser trailer, and it was pretty annoying, frankly. I didn't see much comedy in it at all. It was them at the White House, and they were telling the president this. The president is Meryl Streep, but it's, like, not. Like, her name is Meryl Streep, and I assume she's playing the actress Meryl Streep, but it's intentionally not her. Because I think Meryl Streep is in the movie as well. So I'm sure that'll be funny maybe somehow. But if you're already ruining the joke, that's not great. Uh, But Jonah Hill was just like, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, we're going to be like, the bit was smart people are talking to stupid people, but the stupid people think they're the smarter ones. Classic. Um, And yeah, it was just flat for me. Leo was just doing <laughs> uh, his, uh, what's his name? His Rick Dalton voice, kind of. Like a little bit. It's in there. Uh, I'm glad that Leo's doing a comedy, though. It's like about time. He's been very funny in multiple movies before that like weren't quite explicitly comedies, where it seems like this one is straight up. Like, set up punchline, that's what this movie is. It's just a very dark theme, I guess. Um, and the full like the full trailer doesn't show much more. It's just like, look at all the people in this movie. So that's why I'm like, well, the, they dropped the teaser, and the teaser was, wasn't great. But the cast is nuts. So it's him and Jennifer Lawrence as the two doctors. And... There was a good joke about her, like a dragon tattoo joke in the thing, because she has like bangs and a nose piercing. She looks fucking great. Um, wouldn't be upset if that was your full-time look, J-Law. My girl. <laughs> she can't be my girl? No? Okay. Uh, let's see, who else is in this shit? Rob Morgan. I don't know who that is. Oh, this is the guy who was in Daredevil. And shit. Okay, I know this guy. Okay, Rob Morgan. But that's fine. You know, that's not like we gotta name this. Uh, Jonah Hill, of course. Mark Rylance. Tyler Perry. Ron Perlman. Chalamet? Chalamet, everybody loves Timothy Chalamet. What a talent. You know? If I was on the upper west side of New York, born and raised, we'd probably be friends. What a cool young guy. (laughs) Anyway, Ariana Grande, she probably can't act. I'm going to call it now that her scene is bad. Hopefully she's only in one scene. Kid Cudi, he can act. Uh, frankly, he should quit music and only. Well, he should do features, particularly when Kanye calls him because he's the only person who like understands how to use them. Apparently, we've been over that already. Uh, and he should just act. He's a good actor. Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep. 
Oh, no, she does play the president. Okay. Somebody told me, I read somewhere that the president in the movie was like Meryl Streep, but perf- but played by another actress. I guess that that's not the case. Meryl Streep just plays the president in this movie. So ignore when I said that earlier, because I'm not going to edit it. <laughs> that's a little more disappointing. See, I'm already knocking. I had my own thought in my head that was better than what's actually happening in the movie. You just got Meryl Streep to play the president? Also sick. She could be president. Matthew Perry, Chris Evans, Michael Chiklis. Where's he been? What's he been up to? Um, That's a lot of motherfuckers. And my instant concern is Adam McKay's like, how do I get a lot of people in this movie? And not, I have a good movie. That's that's just what comes to my head right away. Um, but it's supposed to come out in December with a cast like that. Like the hype is just going to be so big. I I hope it holds up. I hope it's really funny. But it's also fucking over two hours long. It's just like uh, we'll see, we'll see. A lot of people hate advice. I don't see where the hate comes from. Advice. I thought advice was funny. And. He tried to do, like, what he did in the big short in Vice, but, like, in another way by having just, like, random people tell the story and shit. And if you didn't like the gimmick, I guess you wouldn't like the movie, but I thought that it worked and was kind of interesting. But, oh, yeah, overall, that movie wasn't very good. But did you think a movie about Dick Cheney would be great, would be awesome anyway? Like, you're just like, oh, I can't wait to sit and watch a movie about Dick Cheney. Like, how good could it have been? You know, no matter what, some Dick Cheney shit's going to go on in that movie and it's just not going to be enjoyable. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so don't look up coming soon. Uh, I don't know. Just hot new trailers. Had to talk about them. All right. Last things last. Everybody's favorite segment. Welcome to Sports Corner. Now, we can talk the NFL week three as a whole, I don't see much of that happening, but maybe I'll go over a couple things. First thing I want to say is, you know, my dream of having the, the betting pool grow week over week and ending with a large lump sum at the end, probably unlikely. I'm down big. <laughs> a lot of changes that one week can make. Uh, could have nearly broken even had the Eagles, you know, maybe allowed a couple less touchdowns and lost. But no, no. Cowboys put up fucking 40 on them. I bet the under. Silly me, I guess. I can never get over-unders right. And uh, we're down on cash for the week. For the year, I should say. <laughs> Because I'm trying to do it all year-based. I don't think that's going to happen. I think I'm pulling out if I go positive next week, and we're not going to run it back. Because <laughs> I think it was a big mistake to make a profit and then bet even bigger. I wanted to just bet big, bigger, bigger, bigger every week. You know my phrase, exponential growth only. Didn't happen. So tough week on that end. And then an even fucking tougher, the most miserable week you could ever ask for being a bears fan, uh, went about as poorly as anything could possibly go in the history of life. 
Matt Nagy is the worst. I hate him. He doesn't deserve to have a job, especially a job that pays millions. Uh, he doesn't deserve to live wherever he lives. I'm sure it's a very nice house in the north suburbs. I don't want him to have it. I don't want him to know anyone that plays for the Bears. I don't want him to have any of the clothing anymore. He doesn't deserve to be associated with football. Because here's the thing. People fucking sit and talk about sports just like me. And people get paid millions to do it. And... The easy counter argument anyone can make that doesn't want to hear shit is you. I'd like to see you do better. I promise you, I promise you with everything in my body, I could get more than one yard out of my team if I coached them. I promise. In the NFL. I, and trust me, that guy knows more about the NFL than I ever could in my entire life. He somehow doesn't fucking know how to apply it worth a shit. So here's the thing. You take my little tiny amount of knowledge in football, I can get you one fucking yard of offense. Okay? One yard passing, I guess. Let me be specific. They had more than one yard. Kudos to them. For having 48 yards of offense or whatever the fuck it was. The most abysmal performance you could ever see. He's like, let's start. We're starting Justin Fields. Justin Fields might not have known. Might have threw him out there. Regardless, even if it was. Everybody's saying, oh, he was using the Andy Dalton game plan. Even if he was using the Andy Dalton game plan, that wouldn't have worked had Andy Dalton been in there. Like, I don't know what argument people are trying to make. Like, Oh, that wasn't tailored for him. That shit wasn't tailored for fucking anybody. Nobody could have done well with what they allowed to happen. And yes, Cleveland's defense is good. The Rams' defense is better. They didn't fucking destroy us like that. Aaron Donald didn't tear us apart the way Miles Garrett did. Okay? Because they literally didn't even fucking block him. There was zero preparation. Motherfucker... Old ass Jason Peters, they sign his ass off the fucking street and he's supposed to come in and make a difference, which you should know won't happen or he'd be playing somewhere already. But then, every, oh, he, he's playing pretty well. The veteran, he's coming in. He's doing a lot of good things. Okay, sure, I'll buy it. Then he comes out and just like doesn't block Miles Garrett. You know, a top three defensive player in the NFL. Definitely top three D lineman. And it's just like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's no running back in to help. There's no tight ends in to help. I didn't even remember tight ends playing in the game. And it was all—it was almost like he sabotaged Justin Fields to look smarter. Ironically, like I—I I don't know how you could. There were zero adjustments to it. It was the whole game, start to finish. It was just brutal to watch. And the defense fucking kept us in it for so long. So much longer than they should have. <laughs> and it's like, I'm glad that they are actually playing well. They have kind of rebounded. But fucking, I'm done. Clean house. It was like I, it's like I took acid and had, a, had an epiphany. It was like, well, I, I guess I didn't have to add the acid part. But that's the only way I know how to have an epiphany. It's like I had, a, I had an epiphany. 
<laughs> is the point I'm trying to make here. Any, any, anytime I saw the argument like, oh, they should clean house and start over. I'm like, no, come on. Like, there's a good core there. We can make it work. We can't. It's over. It's over. They need to get rid of fucking everybody. Coach, the coach and GM for sure are the problem. There's no question that Matt Nat- I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. You heard me on earlier episodes being like, hey, maybe Mitch was holding them back. Like, I tried to rationalize it. No, this guy's a fucking clown. He has no idea what he's doing. And that double doink, I witnessed it. The worst event maybe in Chicago Bears history. It has spiraled the entire franchise out of fucking control. We somehow go 12-4, and four, great defense. The offense is fine. You know, it's Mitch. He's limited, but he plays okay, I guess. And we drive down the field, and that kick happens, and his brain broke. And then they gave him coach of the year after, so it, like, especially broke. He's like, I'm good. It's the team's fault. And ever, ever since that moment, it has just been a free fall into nothingness. I can't. I can't do it anymore. Because now this kid, I'm literally pointing right now. I'm so angry like I'm actually talking to somebody. It's unbelievable. This kid's going to fucking go out there and get his ass kicked more and more and more. Or maybe he's just going to throw a bunch of picks because he's like, dude, I can't take this beating. Which you wouldn't blame him. But it's just going to spiral his career in a terrible direction. I said, honestly, at this point, if that's how it's going to be when he plays, because you're going to be that negligent to a game plan, to a blocking scheme, to literally anything to try to help this kid out, if that's how you're going to treat him, then yeah, sit him the whole fucking year, get fired, and then let somebody come in next year. Because if your plan, maybe that was Nagy's plan. Maybe Nagy's, Nagy's just like, dude, I'm not up to this. We're going to start Andy this year. I'll be gone. And then we can put Justin in. If he would have said that that was the plan, I'd be all for it. He's like, I'm not going to be here next year. So we'll, you guys can just play him next year. Fine. Please. Because what the fuck, man? That was unexcusable. Frankly, like every single sports outlet talked about it, but they're not talking about it enough. Because all the other rookies played poorly in the same week. It's like, he couldn't have done anything. And then we're third and one. We're throwing. We're run, We're constantly running the ball sideways, doing nothing to set the edge blocking and expecting guys to just run free. Like, this isn't the Chiefs, man. You're not handing it off to Tyreek Hill on a jet sweep. You're handing it to somebody else. Okay? Not one of the fastest peoples on earth. And then you're not blocking for them to make that run. So what do you think is going to happen? The offensive line isn't good. At least try to go up the middle. They can go forward. You know? And it's just like, I, I don't know what you're expecting with these types of plays. How about you just run pretty basic plays? You know? But then when he does that, it's a shotgun run on first down that goes for one yard. And then he's like, oh, well, now we'll do a play-action pass. They'll never see it coming. They know exactly what's going to happen every time. And Miles Garrett, after the game, was like, yeah, dude, they made it super easy for us. Which it looked easy. It looked like they were just running free, and they pretty much were. You know? (laughs) Half the time, they didn't even have to, like, beat guys with, like, moves or anything. They were just running past people. And Miles Garrett's like, he had to stop his post-game interview where they were, like, stroking him, which they should have. I mean, he had fucking four and a half sacks. 
He was like, hey, shout out to Justin Fields, though, for standing there and taking it. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, like, I expected them to pull him. Because why even put him through that? And it was just like the devastation in his face. I mean, shout out to Nick Foles for just being one hell of a guy, I guess, and having his back. But, like, dude, that offense, anyone, there's you can't end up with one passing yard and try to act like it's a fixable problem within your offense. Like you need to re you need to redo everything. Like your offense isn't good, man. So if you're the coach, you need to scrap it and come up with something that will work with what you have because this team cannot play with whatever the fuck you want them to do. I don't know what team can. Frankly, I don't see teams pitching it sideways and getting 50 yards. It just doesn't work. That's not how pitch plays work. It's like he does a thing in Madden. He's like, that would be sick in a real game. Like, I don't, I just don't know what he's even thinking. And it's horrific. Let me, let me call seven plays for the Bears. I bet you I can get more than one yard. Won't, won't even take me a whole game. Like, fuck, dude. It's just unbelievable. It was the most pathetic and painful experiences to watch. And I don't know. We need to clean house. Get rid of fucking everybody. Because what's the difference? The defense is aging at the at the rate it would take to put the offense together the way it should be. Like, there's nothing that can be done in time. There's no way next season this team could be good. I see it now. I finally do. Because you got Eddie Jackson fucking not making a play unless it's an inter- like unless he has a chance to touch the ball. He w- he refuses to tackle people. And hit them. I mean, that Rams fucking bomb, first touchdown of the game for them. Eddie Jackson just runs by, doesn't even touch him down. He's supposed to be an all-pro safety, making all this fucking money. He just doesn't give a fuck. You know, Khalil Max may be still good. Who cares? What's that going to do for us? Robert Quinn stepping up now? Great. Good for him. Should have done it last year. <laughs> There's no point. Tevin Jenkins, the new tackle, maybe he'll be good. Who knows? Maybe he'll be injured his whole fucking career. Why would you draft a guy who can't play, who's already hurt? We didn't know. And then you replace him with a guy who's fucking 40 and shouldn't be playing. It's just like, I don't know. You keep hearing about all these teams, though. Yeah, they spent the seat. They revamped the offensive line. You heard it about Cleveland in the game. You heard it about the Chargers. Like, all these teams, like, yeah, they just decided to rebuild the O-line. So they did. Now they have a good one. And it's just like, well, if that's all you have to do is decide to do it, please decide to do it. Get rid of everybody. <laughs> you know, Mo- keep Montgomery. You know, if Robinson has to go, so be it, frankly. Keep, mo- you know, keep the young guys. We'll re-sign them when it's time. We need to sign Roquan for sure. He's going to be one of the best, maybe already is, linebackers in the NFL. But, like, let the vets go. Who gives a fuck? And spend all of the money on the offensive line. And let's just finally be an offensive team. I'll be fine with that. Let's be the Cowboys. At least they're exciting. They're winning games. At least they have a chance to win every game because they could score points even if they can't stop people. What the fuck are we supposed to do? I mean, it's over. It's over. They need... (sighs) People say that, like, what's firing him now going to do? Firing him now will mean that what just happened won't happen again. The team will still... Yeah, the team will still be shitty. Fuck it. <laughs> At least let somebody put us in position where this won't be happening and where, like, the 
potential future of the team isn't being destroyed. Like, literally, I was worried he was going to break his fucking leg or something out there. It was as if, dude, it was like watching a high school team try to play the NFL. It's just like, because no matter how bad any team is, they can still move the ball a little, right? Like, the Jets, they could throw five interceptions. They'll still have fucking 150 yards, which is horrifically bad. But nobody does this. Only the Bears are this bad. And it's not the first time I've seen something like this happen. It's just like, how can we historically just be this awful? If you want to fucking cancel motherfuckers, how about you have it be for people who are just really bad at their job? People shouldn't lose their job for things unrelated to their job. This guy's so bad at his job, he's keeping his job. And he's like putting people's lives at risk out there. I, it is just absolutely fucking pathetic, and I, I despise that man. And now he's in commercials and shit, like taunting people? Fuck you, Matt Nagy. You're a worthless piece of shit. And I hope you hear this, frankly. I would probably not say it directly to your face, because I'm kind of a coward in that sense. Um, but fuck you. Like, you suck. I, w- I certainly would not want to have a nice conversation with you. I can tell you that. I'd probably say nothing to you and then scream to my friends later. But you know what, Matt Nagy? Unlike you, I can admit my flaws. Okay? So you enjoy being the offensive quality control coach of, like, the Jaguars next year or whatever the fuck you're doing because you will never get an opportunity like this again, I hope, because you do not deserve it. And he conned everybody. He made everybody think he was this offensive genius just because he worked for the Chiefs. And uh, we're all fucking stupid. And I, I feel like I got conned. I, I must feel like what Islanders fans felt like when they realized that that guy had no money that tried to buy them. <sighs> well, that's it. I've now officially let all anger out that I've had, period, on this episode. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Check out all the shit. Link in the description below. Multiplex album. I'm going to put the single on in a second. That's why I shouldn't have said that first. Arfat.bitcartel.com uh, for the merch. Instagram, adam.arfat. Uh, rate, review, subscribe to this show. Any and all platforms. YouTube, Apple, Spotify. You name it. We're on it. And uh, here, without further ado, just after I finish this, will be the second single from Google by Multiplex titled turtle race hope you enjoy it hope you check out the record i'll talk to you next week but remember i are fat you are fat we are fat calculator